worth living. So enjoy it. Look for the good. You know, there's tons of bad stuff you can focus on, but, you know, at the end of the day, look for the good. Welcome to another episode of The Michael Maloney Show, where we take you on a journey around the world, exploring the stories of successful individuals and learning from their achievements and struggles. Join us as we delve into the why and how behind their accomplishments and discover how to live a more fulfilling life. Yeah, Troy, nice to meet you. I'm Mike Maloney. How, I think I probably first connected with you on Facebook. Is that right? Yeah, yep. And then um, I think you, I made a post about podcast and then you reached out. Yep, yep, absolutely. Awesome. So tell me, tell me about yourself. Um, so personally, I'm married uh, to my wife, Candace. We have a 28 year old son, Jaden. Uh, Where do you guys live? In Waterloo, Waterloo. Iowa. Yep. Okay, awesome. So yeah, same thing. Obviously, I'm in Waterloo here. Well, it, this is cool. I've, I've had quite a few guests where I've met connect with them online. A lot of them aren't local to me. So then I don't have the opportunity to meet them. But this will be neat because we'll definitely have to get together and connect in person um, here in town. But so you're yeah. from Waterloo. You said you're married. Yep. We have one son who's 28. Um, full time. I'm a sales manager for Gordon Flesh Company. It's office technology. My wife owns her own hair studio. And then our son works in IT for Waterloo schools. Wow. Awesome. Gordon Flesh. I've seen that a lot in um, your post. And, you know, it just seems like you're really active with them. What what you said quickly software but what go into more detail if you could please what is gordon flesh all about yeah so we're the largest canon and lexmark dealer in the u.s so we sell copiers printers scanners uh we also deal with managed voice services which is like a phone platform sure uh, just pretty much anything related to print and then we also deal with phones and it as well so you work is it business to business or are you selling to dealers or no, you provide service Yep. Gotcha. Okay, cool. So like if a company needed printer services, like a dental office or whatever, an investment Absolutely. firm, they would call you. Awesome. Yeah, yeah there's good good money in that. And um, we actually just recently last year, I, I know a guy through my elk hunting um, that, that sells um, printers out of Cedar Rapids. Um, and, and we got a really good deal on one, but we do that same thing. It's like, a, it's, you know, so much per, per month or per year and they come and stock everything and it works out really well. Yep. Yeah. Cool. We, t- we take care of things so people don't have to, right? There you go. Yep. It's convenience part of it. Just like with my company, lawn care, you know, snow removal, fertilizer, it's all stuff people, um, maybe they don't want to do, or they just would, maybe they're too busy. Um, I'm sure with, with what you do with sales, I'm sure you're filling your schedule up, um, you know, similar to me, you know, with running the company and doing sales, same basically thing. Um, I find that sometimes it's better to hire certain things out rather than doing them myself. Yep. Uh, I was telling somebody at the gym yesterday, this past weekend, actually, no, it was two weekends ago. Um, on Sunday, my wife and I, we were cleaning out our vehicles and um, I was going to like spend a couple hours doing it and like detailing it out and everything. And I, t- and, and this was like, I had the intentions of doing it, but then it was like later in the day, Sunday, I'm like, Con, we're not, I'm just not getting this done. I'm like, you know, I've got, I've, we've had a great day. I've been able to hang out with my family. I got some more important things done. It's like, I'm, I, I'm recognizing right now that I should probably just pay the guy that I know the details 
150 bucks and have him just go through and get that thing spotless. And then when I'm supporting his business, but even more importantly, I'm freeing up time and for me to be able to hang out with my family or do something that's going to be more, you know, um, it's going to create more impact in my own life, you know? And I think, I think a lot of people think about, I, I think, I take that back. I was going to say, I think a lot of people do that, but I, I, I actually, I'm going to take that back. I think a lot of people fail to recognize that. And I think that's that abundance millionaire mentality of like, my time is worth so much. I need to use it the right way. You know what I mean? Yeah, I would agree. There's people that sit on both sides of that pendulum that say, you know, like, I'd rather change my own oil or do my own lawn rather than paying someone else but then you have to look at all that time you spent you could you know like if you're in sales you could be out meeting customers you know generating revenue that'll outrun that and you have to deal with it yeah and i think and during each stage it's a little bit different too like you know when you're start like i can relate when i started my business i took pride in that it's like i did all my own maintenance and all but you almost have to to get off the ground so you're not having all this exorbitant cost in the in the startup right but then, yeah, it's, it's kind of like, I'm trying to remember how it goes. It's like, if you have more time than money, you do it yourself. But if you have more money than time, you hire it out, you know, and that's, it's really, honestly, it's so accurate. Uh, but yeah, well, Troy, I, I got to say, so since being friends with you on Facebook, you know, it's funny how our, the algorithms work, but I've, I see your posts come through and it seems like you're really active physically. And, um, you know, it seems like you have a lot going on. I mean, what drives you to live a life, you know, with, with so much going on? I mean, have you always been just the kind of person to have a lot going on and just take care of your body and health and all that good stuff? Or have you learned that over time? I think it's a combination. I mean, it's certainly like taking care of myself physically has always been important to me, but there's times where it was more important than not. Um, and I think as you get older, you start to look at some of those things. Um, we lost my dad to cancer in 2015 and when he got diagnosed and everything, he made a comment one day and he said, you know, if I knew I was going to live this long, I would have took better care of myself. So I think about that a lot, you know, like you don't think about what your seventies or your late sixties look like when you're in your twenties and thirties. So, Mm -hmm. and that's pretty impactful for me. And just to me, the physical part of it is it's fun. I enjoy it, but it's more the mental aspect of it. I mean, I, Mm. I work through so many things in my head when I'm out running or working out, you know, it's just, that's my time that I'm just taking care of myself and I'm not worrying about other stuff and just, it's good. I feel so much better after I do it. So I'm not yeah. really good at rest days, which isn't good for my body, but it gets us good for my mind. <laughs> yeah. I can relate, man, to a T just recently. Um, I'm 29. So, you know, you can imagine I went from high school to college to um, after college and that's that, those five, six, seven years, whatever it's been, maybe eight years now since college, I've really struggled to stay consistent in the gym. But over the last like maybe year and a half, I've finally gotten consistent. And I can and I've told a few people, it's like it's almost like now it's I feel weird when I don't go. I'm sure you can relate, you know, no rest days, like you said. Um, but but yeah. And, and living the lifestyle like you and I have where we're always going or, you know, it's all go, go, go. I think it's, at least for me, I, I just yesterday I was working out and I'm like, and I was a little, I had a little anxiety going in, just a lot going on. And uh, I'm like, man, I just can't wait to just shred this, this iron. And, and it truly does. Like you said, it's good. It's good. I feel it challenges you mentally. You get, you get better at pushing yourself. You, 
you get it's it's a release um you know like you said living a life like taking care of your body for later on in life i think that's probably one of the biggest kickers and then getting so much more energy out of yourself because you're in better shape um I've been that person that says, oh yeah, I need to go work out. I wish I, I wish I would. I don't have time, you know, or like, I just not prioritizing it. I think you can probably relate at some point in your life to anybody yeah. out there that's in that position, man, just, I guess what I'm saying is I've been there and now that I've finally gotten back into the rut of working out consistently, it's like, I feel like I'm, I wasted my life. You know, like there was this time where it was like, I could have been better and now maybe my back or my posture might suffer a little bit. So now I'm working more hard. I have to work harder to get it to where it's where I'm healthy again. You know, I can remember back when I literally started my landscaping company when I was just working, 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 just beating my body up in the skid loader, just balancing over curbs and just, you know, and I didn't have any time for the gym during those years. So I, I lost all that um, muscle that like, you know, helps keep your form in good shape. And, and so now I'm fighting for that. So if anybody's listening to this and they're like, man, I want, I, I'm, I'm in this position. Like I, I want to work out. I, I know I, I should, but I don't have, to, I tell myself I don't have the time. Um, just cut those bullshit excuses, those, you know, bullshit beliefs and, and get yourself in there. And, and, um, it, it just does amazing things as Troy and I just have been talking about, but yeah. And so, you know, there's all sorry, those statements, you know, about everyone's got the same 24 hours in a day and stuff, but it's true. Mm. I mean, we, we all spend time on these things. You could yeah. take some of that out every day and, and find time. You don't, I think sometimes when people look at like leading a healthy lifestyle, they have this vision that it's hours a day and it doesn't have to be, you know, just make it efficient, get in there, get your stuff done and, and get on with your day. So damn yeah, right. If, if people are listening, you do a lot of biking, don't you? Uh, no, a lot of running, running. That's what it was. Okay. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, how long of runs do you tend to go on? Uh, typically seven to nine most days that I go out. Um, That's a damn good run. Some longer ones. Yeah. How long have you been running that, that far? Uh, it's kind of gone in spurts in my life, but for the last several years, I've been running a lot more than I used to. So I used to just run, you know, a 5K would be about all I'd want to do. And... I've always enjoyed weightlifting more than running. And as I've gotten older, I don't know, it's just therapeutic for me to go out on a trail. And a lot of times I don't ever have headphones in. So I just take in wow. whatever's going on around. And when I was younger, I couldn't do that. You know, when I was younger, I had to have a playlist and it had to have all these songs to keep me going. And sure. you know, I'd spend all this time on, on my iPod, figuring all this stuff out. And now I just go out and, and run. And it's just relaxing for me. It's enjoyable. Is that why you think you're able to go so far? You're just like in this relaxed state or like, how did you, cause I, I, I don't like running. I mean, and I, when I tell myself I don't like running, I even hate saying that because I'm all this like belief guy. And like, I believe that what I believe can limit me from, you know, doing stuff. So it's like, I don't want to tell myself I don't like it because then I won't do it. But it's, I really don't enjoy running. I mean, it's, I don't know if, if, See, I struggle because my hips sometimes get a little sore. And then after I run for a while, I'll start to feel this like knot back in my shoulder blade. So do you, can you, do you relate? Like, do you, do you feel like really good out there or do you, do you have some pain? Uh, so kind of a short story, 
many years ago, I ran Dam to Dam 20K, which is 12.4, but I didn't train for it. I never ran more than seven miles, and most of my runs were three, and it, it beat me up. My knee was all torn up. I went to the doctor. They mm. wanted to scope it. I didn't want to do that, so I just started weight training with it, and then I went back five years later and ran that same race almost an hour faster than that time um, and just felt solid and strong the whole time. And interesting. Yeah. That convinced me that, you know, you can fix your body of stuff, but there's like when I'm out there, there's times I have to be cognizant, like the shoulder pain, you know, sometimes it comes from just being tense. So a lot of times I have to remind myself to kind of push my shoulders back, but let them drop and relax rather than, you know, running like this, running more yeah. than that. Sure. So I kind of think about pinching my shoulder blades together, but at the same time they're, they're dropped. And then I don't, I don't have any pain in my knee anymore. I, and it used to be, I had to increase my mileage really slow. Like I'd have to do a two, then a three, then a four over several weeks. But you know, now I've passed three or four years, I can run a four one day and the next time I go out, I can run seven or nine and not have pain. And I didn't used to be able to do that, but I attribute mm -hmm. that a lot to strength training. So I do a lot of squats, a lot of leg work. And I think that's all the reason that I don't have pain anymore. Do you, do you uh, more reps or, or less reps, higher weight, or do you kind of switch it up? I switch it up, but like the sweet spot for me is like that five to eight rep range when I'm squatting. Okay. So. Sure. I do front squats. And like go to where you're exhausted? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. It's funny because sometimes people will say they don't like weightlifting because they don't get sweaty. You know, like people look at cardio yeah. and they think, well, I want to do cardio because I get sweaty. It's like, but you get sweaty lifting weights if you do it right, you know? <laughs> yeah. You go out of that weight room feeling like you're going to throw up because you're pushing your body <laughs> that, that much. Yeah. And I, I go, I live by that. I mean, it doesn't, if I were to... And I'm going to be honest, obviously. I mean, I would say probably once every two weeks, maybe every 10 days when I'm in the gym, I'll leave the gym feeling like, holy shit. Maybe maybe two times out of every 10. But I think it's really worth pushing yourself um, past the last the last time. I mean, you want to slowly be pushing your weights up. I'll, I find that sometimes I'll have a weird day where I can't lift as much. Maybe it was something I ate the day before or something like that. So with seven to nine mile runs, like, I think a lot of what prevents me from doing those longer runs, like I was saying, was a little bit of the pain, but probably mainly in my mindset. You know, like, what are you what are you telling yourself when you're out there past, you know, mile four and five? Like, I mean, is it, you just not think about it or I feel like you've yeah. had to teach yourself some way to be able to run that far consistently. Like that. Before we continue, I'd like to take a moment to share something I'm passionate about with you. If you're someone who is constantly striving for personal growth and loves surrounding yourself with other motivated individuals, you're going to want to hear about this. Check out growthgroupinc.com. This is an exclusive community made up of high achievers and dynamic entrepreneurs just like you. It's a space where like-minded individuals come together, collaborate, and support each other on their own journey to success. Growth Group is more than just a community. It's a collective mindset, a commitment to getting better every single day. We believe in the power of connection, collaboration, and constant growth. And we're confident that being part of this community will give you an unparalleled advantage on your path to success. So take a moment, visit growthgroupincorporated.com and join us as we elevate our lives together. Trust me, this is one investment in your future you will not regret. 
Now, let's get back to our conversation. So when I wasn't able to do that, I would get hung up on that too, you know, like, but what if I get out there like on an out and back run? You know, what if I go out there and I feel really good, but by the time I turn around, now all of a sudden I'm in pain coming back. So now I, like when I'm running, what I think about is how good it's going to feel if I run the extra. So a lot of times I may take off on a run and I may have an intention of running five or seven, but I get out there and I feel good and it's like, yeah, but if like I run on Shawless Road a lot, so from where I park my truck to to 63 is four and a half miles, so that's a nine mile out and back. So it's to me, it's like really cool. So I get this idea in my head that like people drive down that road, and I run all the way down and back. And some people think like, holy cow, somebody lives clear down there, and I got to go see him. So to yeah. me, it's like the sense of satisfaction of doing something that uh, I guess other people aren't willing to do. Yeah. Well, and you know, something else, that's, that's an amazing thing. I love, I love how you motivate yourself to, to continue out. It's like a beneficial thing. I mean, Hey, I, I'm going to get more out of this. If I keep going, that's, that's really awesome. Um, and God, I had another comment, but it just ran out of my brain. So I, I can't remember <laughs> what I was going to say, but, um, Oh, what I was going to say is there's a lot of people that can't even run, you know, they don't have the the ability, you know, and, that that really motivates me. Like if I'm sitting around and I'm like, I don't want to work out, but it's I'll think to myself, it's like some people literally physically can't. They're wheelchair ridden, you know, and um yeah, that that's motivating enough right there. It's like get up, get off your ass and go and use your legs that God gave you, you know, and that you're fortunate enough to have. So um no, that's really powerful. Um I definitely look up to the fact that you're, you know, you're definitely into taking care of your body and, and your mind. What um so a lot of what my, my show's about is just, you know, um, bringing to the light, you know, how people live a life of um, abundance and, you know, resilience and, and health. And, and so it's, it's, it's great to see, to see that you're, you're doing that. What would you, um, what would you say your like your biggest reasoning? Like, do you have like a, a main reason why you want to be so healthy or like, like, or like a, maybe better question, like what's your why? Like what's your, driving force that gets you out of bed in the morning and, and makes you want to go and sell a bunch of, you know, stuff and, and um, provide for your family. I think that's it. Like you said it there at the end, it's, it's not driven at me. It's not for selfish reasons. It's so that I can be a better dad and a better brother and a better son and a better uncle. Um, all those types of things. So to oh, yeah. me, like living that life of abundance so like with our nonprofit for suicide awareness, you know, that's all volunteer work and people ask. So you have a nonprofit or you're part of one. Yeah. Is that right? So yeah. what's the name of that? Uh, Alive and Running Iowa. Alive and Running Iowa. Okay. Tell us more. So we started that in 2010. My wife and I started it with good friends of ours, Ryan and Melissa Nesbitt. So backstory on that, Ryan and I, when we were in high school, sophomores at Dunkerton, uh, a very good friend of ours took his life. And Ryan was actually the one that found him and oh, wow. uh, really messed him up for many years. And, you know, he tried coping through drinking and partying and all those things. And, and that didn't really work. And then later in our late 20s, early 30s, um, started realizing there's better ways to deal with that for him. And 
we were sitting around our table one night having dinner when we lived in Fairbank, and uh, we just started talking about how far he had come, and we were like, you know, there's nothing for suicide prevention. Like, there's diabetes walks, there's heart walks, there's, yeah. you know, cancer walks, there's all kinds of stuff, but nothing for this. So we started it in 2010 with a 5K. It was just a, you know, we thought if we get 100 people to show up, this would be amazing. And we had like 450 the first year come out to Dunkerton, and we Sweet. were just... Yeah, just blown away. Like, oh my lord, what did we just? And where's that at? Do you have in Fairbank? Dunkerton. Dunkerton. Okay, great. Uh, Yep. Yeah, we hold it in Dunkerton every year. That's where we graduated from. That's where we lost Roger. So that's kind of symbolic for us to take it back out there. And now, if you fast forward to what it is today, it's a two-day event. Um, It's always Father's Day weekend. So that Saturday we run the 5K, and then the Friday prior to that we do a remembrance ceremony. So. Uh, we have these luminary bags that people buy, and they decorate them in memory of people that they've lost. And we put them out in a big pre-lit semicolon that my brother made. And uh, everyone gathers around the field. We have a slideshow that's playing with pictures that people have submitted of the loved ones they lost. And, um, you know, there's music that goes with it. So we also have two support groups that meet every month for those people that have lost somebody to suicide. Unreal. That's an amazing drive. Yeah. Mostly all around Dunkerton area. So if somebody has interest in attending this or being a part or a volunteer, how could they find out more? Reach out directly to you or? Yeah, I think reach out to me directly. Our website has a ton of information. So that's just alive and running, Iowa.com all spelled out. Alive and running.com. Alive and running, Iowa.com. Okay. Yep. Yeah. And that's, you know, when you talk about like living a life of abundance, that's completely serving other people. And Amen. a lot of times people ask me, you know, like, well, how do you do all this? How do you, you know, because I cover multiple offices for Gordon Flesh. Like today I'm in Davenport. Um, and then, you know, having a family and everything else. And it's like, yeah, but anytime you give of yourself, life's just so much more rewarding than mm. it is when you're just living selfishly. So, Amen, dude. 100%. And that's a lot of why I do this podcast. Like, same thing, man. I'll literally, and that's what's so cool about you, Troy. I think we're very alike in, in the way we live our lives and, and the way we're set up because, um, you know, I'm, I'm also busy and people are like, why are you doing the podcast and stuff? And it's all truly to serve and give back and allow people to hear other people's stories, which can motivate and inspire them to do great things. And I mean, I live by these four pillars and, and one of them is contribution, which you touched on, you know, helping other people, but it's growth. You should always be growing in your life. Um, gratitude. You should always be grateful for everything in your life, good and bad, and learn from the, realize that there's good that comes from the bad. Just like, you know, unfortunately, your dad passed away from cancer, but you learned how to take care of your body through conversations with him through that. You know, like that was a good that came from that. Um, connection, networking, meeting people like you, connection with your family, you know, connections with your loved ones, being present with them. And then, yeah, the last one was contribution. Those are the four. So growth, gratitude, connection, contribution. And I think if somebody focuses on those four and lives by those practices, I mean, you're pretty much, I mean, there's no, unless God takes you before, you know, er, earlier, just, I guess what I'm trying to say is unless you go before you thought you were going to go, there's really nothing that can go wrong. I mean, life is there to serve us. You know, it's just, it's just a beautiful thing, but. Um, what was the name of the your um, nonprofit again, Troy? Alive and Running Iowa. Alive and Running Iowa. Awesome. So 
And is, are there still um, spaces available for the 5K coming up? That's next weekend, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and this year, yeah, there's still spaces. They can go on our website. They can still register. We'll take registrations. So we do the 5K starts at 730 on that Saturday. That'll be the 17th of June. Um, we'll take registrations up until 7 that morning. They can walk up and register. They can register Friday night at the Dunkerton Gym. Um, and then before that, they can do it online at any time. This year's a really special year for us. So we came in contact with a gal named Emma Benoit, who attempted to end her life when she was a senior in high school, survived it. She's in a wheelchair now. She's 22 now. She created a documentary called My Ascension. We found out about it, and Alive and Running bought the rights to show it. And we've had Emma up here twice now. In October, we had her at the Gallagher Blue Dorn, and we showed it. And then we did a week-long tour across Iowa back in March, and we hit um, 10 different locations, everywhere from Ames to the Quad Cities, and the response was awesome. So That's amazing. Uh, it, yeah, <laughs> it took some uh, sweet-talking to get her. She's from Louisiana to get her to come back, but she's coming back next week. So Monday night, we sponsor the Waterloo Bucks game. So... She'll be there. They'll show the trailer of the film at the beginning, and then they'll have a little blurb about if you want to see the whole thing come Friday to our event. And then she's going to go out, and either her or her boyfriend, Evan, will fill the first pitch. It'll be really cool to have her out in front cool. of everyone. Um, and then she's just going to hang out in our booth. She's got only a few events that week. Kind of took it a, a little easier on her this time because last time was a, it was a grind for her to get through all that. I mean, she's... Oh, I'm sure. In a wheelchair, things are just more difficult. So um, she just has a handful of events this time. And then Friday at 6 o'clock at the Dunkerton Gym, we'll show the entire documentary. And then she'll do a Q&A for like an hour before we start our remembrance ceremony. And the Q&A, like to her, she says that's like the meat and potatoes because that's when people get to ask questions. People, you know, ask her all kinds of stuff. And she handles questions so well. She's for being so young, she's studied so much about mental health after almost losing her life. She's got just great feedback. And it seems to me that parents, you, know, you could be 60 years old or you can be 12, and Emma resonates with you because she looks at things from both points of view now. You know, she looks at it as, mm. you know, when she was a teenager and she didn't like things that her parents were doing or not letting her do that kind of stuff. Now she looks at it in a different light, right? It's like my dad always said, well, you'll realize the older you get, the smarter I am. Uh, you know, as you get older, <laughs> yeah. you realize that your parents really do know a lot. So she's getting through yeah. that age where she looks back and thinks, you know, mom and dad probably did do the right thing there by not letting me wow. do whatever I wanted and to that's do. Obviously super constructive for any kids watching it. I mean, yeah. you know, to hear from both sides like that, that's powerful. Um, yeah, so I just like the, what you're doing. Show. It's bringing so much awareness to it, Troy. Like, like you said, there's a lot of people that there's not very many events at all. Um, you know, you hear of the, the hotline numbers and you see the commercials and the billboards. But other than that, I mean, it's kind of kept like in the closet type thing. And I think it's one of those things where when you bring it out into the public and allow people to talk about it and be open about it and, exp and explain that it's normal to have feelings 
you know, when you have, when you're having a bad day or if you get in trouble with your parents, you know, or something goofy causes you to think these weird things, but just to realize that it's all bullshit and that life is beautiful and that there's not anything that can't be fixed, you know? And, um, you know, just having those conversations, I think is really powerful. And by doing what you're doing, hosting the events, you're creating a platform for that. It's a safe space for that. And that's, that's beautiful, dude. I mean, that's, that's amazing. That's, that's really freaking cool. So I'm excited for you and I'm proud of you. Grateful to have met you. Um, I'm going to do my best to make, so the 5k is on the 18th or the 17th? 17th. So it's the Saturday, the day before Father's Day. Okay. Sounds good. Awesome. Well, um, Troy, thanks so much for coming on today. I mean, I really appreciate it. Um, anytime you have any events coming up or anything, make sure you let us know and we can, we can hop on here and, and kind of showcase it. Um, I'm going to try to expedite editing on this so that we can possibly get it out before the event. Normally we were going to put them, we we're going to release them way down the road, but just to try to get some publicity for your event, I think it'd be awesome to try to get it out. No, no promises, but we'll try. Yeah, that'd be um, fantastic. Heck yeah. Do you have, um, I always like to leave the mic open at the end. Do you have anything you, you'd like to say any to, to any of the listeners? If not, no problem. Sometimes people do have a message to say, but um, do you have anything at all you want to leave anybody with? Yeah, I guess I would just say that like you've touched on this in different words as well, but you know, life's worth living. So enjoy it. Look for the good. You know, there's tons of bad stuff you can focus on, but you mm. know, at the end of the day, look for the good, you know, being in sales, you go through tons of rejection all day long. And, you know, like I always tell our team, like the wins have to carry you through the losses. So focus on the wins, focus on the good stuff that happens and just enjoy life. Awesome. Yeah. That's, it's such a wise mentality, Troy. And I've, Oh my God. Thank you so much for sharing that. Please. Anybody that's having a bad day, we're going through rough times just remember like troy said look for the good look for the silver lining life is so freaking beautiful um, we're doing our creator a disgrace when we're in a bad mood you know yep. straight up but awesome well thanks again troy you bet that was another episode of the michael maloney show thanks for listening have a great day